Friday, everybody, you hear the music. And no, it's not Wednesday. It's Friday. And it is time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Joining us again today in the studio, your realty expert, John Brodeen. And we're going to have words with John right after this. Look, if you're feeling cramped, uncramp yourself. And you won't feel overwhelmed by the idea of selling your home while you buy another. And you won't come down with a case of the, oh no, what have we done? Because our network agents have the expertise to see you through the entire journey and get your family where they need to be. Now, let's go get you home. All right, and we are back with your realty expert, John Brodeen. Here we go, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. John, it's Friday. You got any big plans for the 4th of July weekend? Um, I think we're going to probably go over to my parents' place and hang out with them a little bit. I've got a friend leaving town, so if, if he's, still, he's still figuring out what he's going to do, but mm-hmm. planning to do some stuff with him, too. Maybe break out the Blackstone Gretel. And oh, yeah. You got one of those? No free ads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. I want to, I'm thinking about getting one of those small ones for my boat. Yeah, I've got a couple of buddies who are really into fishing, mm-hmm. like the tabletop ones. Yep. And yep. They, they take them with all the time, yep. use them all the time, hunting, fishing, whatever. So are you a fireworks guy? Are you going to be out there blowing stuff up or uh, well, not? if I did that in my my house in town, it might be a little frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll probably be in town. So unfortunately, I probably won't be lighting off fireworks, but I love fireworks. I do too. I, I <laughs> wish I were lighting off fireworks. Yeah, my problem is, is I live out in the country and it's so, I mean, dry. Oh. And I don't know if I dare, enough. you know, especially like bottle rockets and stuff like that. I don't know if I even dare. Yeah, that's that's a little bit sketchy. Unless you have a huge, like, paved area where you could... No, yeah, no, so no. And I'm surrounded by rivers, so the fire can only go so far, but... <laughs> is there a burn ban right now? Or? I believe there still is, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. I've got, believe me, I've got a whole a house bummer. full of cedar shakes laying out my burn pile, so <laughs> oh, okay. it needs it. <laughs> yeah. Now, after talking with all you realty experts at Berkshire Hathaway, I mean, there are good realtors and there are not so good realtors, uh, you know... Are there signs that maybe you're not working with a good realtor? Or or how about if I rephrase it, how do I get a top realtor to work with me? Yeah. Maybe is the question to ask. And that's a great question. And a, a lot of you know, a lot of the top realtors want people to know this stuff. It's just stuff that's not discussed that often. So mm-hmm. we're kind of gonna pull back the curtain a little bit and you know go into first off, there's like almost two hundred and fifty agents in ground mm-hmm. The number of agents that are actual real like top professional experts that are at the top of their field and that are the best um i'd say there's maybe 15 uh, in grand forks that are really really good there are a lot of agents that um you know struggling to get by uh you know there's agents in in grand forks who know less about buying and selling homes than a homeowner who's moved five times throughout their life Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know you you want Nobody, nobody is really good at something that they don't do all the time. Um, so you want somebody who's experienced and very active. Um, this doesn't mean you need to hire like the top seller in town. You know, results are maybe more important than um, than being the top seller. Um, but you do want somebody who's active. You know, there's no way you can be really, really sharp at real estate and know how to handle every single problem that can come your way, and if you're not closing multiple deals a month. You know, so are, are there realtors that are so good 
that they can pick and choose and say like, you know what, I, I can't take on any more clients right now because I've got too many? Yeah, that, that can happen. Um, so it's, you know, we can, we can go into this a little bit. So like, if, if you want to get a top professional realtor to, you know, to take you seriously and, and you know, right now buyers are a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost to the point where, um, you know, buyers need a really good top realtor more mm-hmm. than the really good top realtor needs them because sure. there's so many buyers out there. Um, so how do you get taken seriously by a real top, you know, professional realtor, the type of realtor that you really want on your side? Um, I'd say be organized, plan ahead, uh, get get in touch with this realtor early in the process. They can guide you every step of the way to make sure that you're prepared and that you're doing everything right. Um, what you don't want to do, you don't want to sit and shop for a long time, but on your own and avoid you know making any contact with a realtor. And and even if you have somebody in mind who you want to use, don't wait until like a Saturday afternoon to make your first contact with that agent and say, "Hey, I need you to show me this house in an hour. I really like it." You're not. That's the, the wrong, even if that agent does do that for you, which if you're talking to a real top agent, their, their time is being fought for by many different people. Right. Right. Um, so their time is very valuable and doing that is going to probably show that top agent that you don't value their time very much. And you see them just as kind of a door opener for you. Sure. Um, okay. You know, the, the next thing is you're hiring, you're hiring a top realtor for their advice. You're hiring them as an advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to rely on their advice every step of the way. Uh, remember, you hired this person to be an advisor, not just to be an order taker for you. You know, you could find any realtor that'll just do what you tell them to do. Sure. Um, and you're not getting much out of that. Like when I hire a contractor, um, I want somebody that's going to, you don't know what you don't know. So I want that contractor to say, hey, you know what, if you put that on this wall, you're going to run into this problem. And it's probably something I haven't thought of before because mm-hmm. I don't have the expertise sure. that he does. Um, or he or she, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, I want the, prof- the professional to, to advise me and tell me where I'm going wrong, where I'm going right, how we can save money on something, um, how to accomplish what my goal is, but maybe it's even a different way that I haven't thought of before. That's where their expertise is going to come in. Um, so really take advantage of your realtor's expertise. Sure. Um, don't and I've had people who have done this. I'm sure every other top realtor in town has had people who have done this. Don't resist and distrust every every single thing that your realtor tells you to do. Um, as long as you've chosen the right person, you've chosen a true professional, you've chosen one of those top of their field expert realtors. Um, that person's looking out for you in your best interest. Mm-hmm. You need to trust that what they're telling you to do that. They know what they're talking about. They do this for a living. They're a professional. They're looking out for you. They're not working against you. Um, If you're being adversarial at every single step, um, there's a good chance that that agent, you know, everyone is fighting for their time. They've got a lot of other clients that they could be helping with the time that they're using to help you. Chances are, I mean, an agent might even fire you and say, hey, this isn't a good fit Mm -hmm. for us to work together. Yep. Um, Or you might, you know, you might not get the best service out of them because every time they spend their time with you, you're not doing what they tell you to do Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, that's odd. Um, I'll hire you, but you can fire me. <laughs> yeah. And either one, you know, uh-huh. the, the client can fire the agent. The sure. agent can fire the client. It's rare that we have to do that. Um, most people, especially when they come to me, most of my business is off referrals. So they're getting told that I'm good mm-hmm. and trustworthy by somebody that they know, like, and trust. So usually they automatically are going to 
trust me and listen to my advice. But every now and then you get somebody who's just not a personality match, doesn't want to, you know, listen to any of um, anything you are telling them to do, Mm -hmm. even if they have to do it. Um, Be realistic. A good realtor can tell right away when a prospective client has unrealistic expectations um, about what type of home they can get in their price range, about how much their uh, home is actually worth. Um, but a good realtor, their job is also to show you where the market is actually at, um, for their purchase or for their sale. So don't expect a top realtor to be willing, uh, to represent you. If all you want to do is like lowball, super attractive homes that are fresh on the market, like they have a million other buyers that actually do want to buy a house that mm-hmm. they can be showing houses to. So if, if all you want to do is go into houses that have multiple offers and offer 30,000 low, there's literally no chance you're going to get them. Um, sure. That's, that's not going to be a way to, you know, the theme here kind of is how, how to get this, how to get the best service out of a top agent, be a great client to them. Yeah. And this is, that's not how you, because you know, a great agent should say it like they see it. Exactly. You know, they're not just blowing smoke up your, you know what, when they tell you, you know what, you should probably make these changes on this house because Believe me, I know. Yeah. And, and I know you get the people that are just like, ah, yeah, whatever. Yep. And sometimes it means breaking kind of uncomfortable truths to them. Like they might say, oh my gosh, if we do a new kitchen in here and if we spend $70,000 on this house, this house will easily be worth three fifty. And sometimes I have to say, well, here's the thing. It's only 2,600 square feet. The highest price per square foot sale is X amount. Um, so I think if you spend that much on this house, I don't think you're going to get it back. I think you're better off doing some cosmetic things, but don't spend that much money, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's where I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, An inexperienced agent might not even know that. So they might say, yes, I think that's a great, they'll tell you everything you want to hear and they'll just agree with everything you say. Um, Like if you're working with a designer and you have ideas and they just agree with everything you say, you're like, what am I hiring you for? Like, yeah. like, I want you to tell me like, Hey John, that's not going to look good because these two things are going to clash. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, you don't know what you don't know. I want them to tell me what I'm missing and what other options are out there for me. Same thing with a really good realtor. Um, and you know, and it's the agent's job to educate you on the market, but it's your job to be willing to listen to their expertise and advice. Um, that's kind of why you decided you want to work with a top realtor. After all, I mean, you could have found somebody who's super friendly, super new, super green, and they'll just do whatever you say. Um, but you decided you want to work with a top agent for that reason, mm-hmm. you know, so take advantage of it. You know, and uh, you are considered an independent contractor. Is that yeah. correct? <clears throat> and and I know, like, if, if we wanted to see John Brodeen's face out there advertising or whatever, put it on a big billboard. I know you are responsible for that. But I'm wondering, with something like this, uh, especially when you're considered a realty expert, I would think word of mouth would be like probably about the best advertising you guys can get. Yep. I track where all my deals come from. That's usually either the first or second highest uh, source of business for me, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, every year is referrals from people who have used me, uh, who refer me to people that they, that they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. I love working with those people. Yeah, and if you're not a good realtor, that word is going to get out, and yep. pretty soon John Brodeen isn't going to be selling houses anymore. That's that's the way it goes. That's that's 100% the way it goes, mm-hmm. word of mouth. And then the, the final thing is how to be a, a good client to a top realtor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this might sound obvious, but exclusive commitment. If that agent is going to commit their time to you when they've got other clients that also want their time, 
Um, if they're going to commit their time to you, they want you to commit to work exclusively with them. If you are just, you know, whichever agent picks up the phone first, that's who you're going to have show a house to you. So you have no uh, loyalty to any particular agent. And you're just bouncing around and using them to open the doors for you. Um, a, if a good agent knows you're doing that, they're not going to work with you. They're not like that's that's unfair to their clients who mm-hmm. are exclusively committed to them. Sure. Um, so exclusively commit to that agent. Um, make it a, you know, a, a real relationship with that agent. You know, it's same thing as like a dating relationship. You, mm-hmm. don't, you don't want some, you know, you're not going to exclusively commit to somebody who's not exclusively committing to you. Yeah. Um, so it's very similar to that. You want to be, uh, you know, you want your realty expert to give 150% yeah. on either finding you a home or selling your home, but you also expect the same out of them. Yeah. And, you know, that's just called teamwork. Yep. A hundred percent. It's trust. It's teamwork. It's, it's all of that. So, you know, you like I said, so these are some of the things where you might be working with a less experienced agent, and what this is. These are some things that you probably don't want. Uh, I mean, obviously, the the best agents are usually busy. Somebody might be tempted to use like the super approachable, friendly agent who's the fastest to respond, mm-hmm. the most persistent in their follow up. Um, but this could also be a sign that that agent's inexperienced or unsuccessful, and is kind of desperate to try to make a sale because they're they're their real estate career, they're trying to make it work, you know, but they don't have that experience yet. They don't have that expertise yet. Um, and obviously good agents should still be responsive, but you know, they might, they might be in an, in a meeting when you try to call them the first time. So send them a text message. You know, it's, it's something where, um, the, the agent who's the most friendly and eager to earn your business, not if that's the first person you meet, don't be, it's, it's easy to want to just work with the first person that you meet. Um, but take the time for yourself to do your homework and make sure you pick somebody who's going to be really, really good. Um, you know, we talked about this before you want an advisor, not an order taker. Um, you want somebody who will stand up to you, uh, you know, and be honest if you're missing something or if you're coming at the process with the wrong approach. Um, if you use a, an agent that'll just do whatever you say and you can kind of play them like a puppet and take advantage of them and whatever, um, chances are if there's an experienced agent working on working for the other party, you know, if you're the buyer and there's an experienced agent working for the seller, that experienced agent is also going to be able to play that weaker agent like a puppet. Right. Um, right. So you want somebody who can be honest and stand up to you. And, you know, if you're off track or something, you know, be able to stand up to you and be honest with you, because that also means they're probably going to be able to do the same thing when they're in mm-hmm. a, you know, a competitive situation with another agent. And, you know, since day one, we've talked about the fact that uh, you should be preparing for selling or buying a house months beforehand. And this all just falls right into that, too, because uh, yeah. all of a sudden, if you wait and you think, OK, I better get a realtor now. And maybe you've got a list of 10 and the first five are you can't get a hold of them that day. Then you start to panic. Yeah. Take your time. Get get ahead of the game. Get ahead of the game. Get in touch with that person early. Start building that relationship. Say, you know, we always talk about getting pre-approved. Um, another thing you can do to be the ideal client is ask the realtor who's their preferred lender. There's probably a lender oh, that sure. that agent has a really strong working relationship mm-hmm. with, and they're always more comfortable um, with their clients being with their preferred lender because they know that lender shoots straight. They know that lender communicates well. They know how that lender is going to handle the process, contract to close. Um, you know, I've had terrible experiences with certain, you know, national corporate lenders mm-hmm. um, because underwriting's outsourced. You've got yep. a million different people handling it. Nobody's really that much of an expert. I know if a buyer comes to me and they're already working with one of those lenders, it might be 
more of a nightmare to try to get that deal closed for them than it would right. be if they were working with somebody who I really trust. So, Learn something every day with you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for coming in. Yes. My um, pleasure. And uh, stay safe this weekend. Yeah. Enjoy your fourth, too. Big fourth of July. Uh, you'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, stay healthy. Don't get beat up. <laughs> and have a good fourth. I'll try. Yes. All right. I always love having realty expert John Brodine in the studio. Uh, I tell you what, if you're looking to buy or sell a house, get a hold of John. And John, again, how do they do that? Uh, 701-213-5428 is my cell. Uh, I'll plug my Facebook business page. I post a lot of content on there. It's a valuable follow if you're a Grand Forks homeowner. Uh, John Brodine, Berkshire Hathaway Realtor. Again, uh, cell phone number 701-213-5428. You can call or text me. And if you happen to be looking for a house and maybe needs a little bit of change, or if the house you're selling might need a little change, look at the scrolling on the bottom of this. Executive properties and general contractors. They can do pretty much everything. You've got the phone number. You've got the website. Tell you what, team up with John Brodine at Executive Properties, and you're going to be living the dream. Until next week, and have yourself a great weekend, everybody. It's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast.